Hi, my favorite people on the internet. I'm so happy to be here today and to share my heart with you. Today we're talking about transitioning from breakup to dating. I'm giving you the inside scoops on what I've gone through, what I've seen inside my communities and my masterminds. We talked about inside a sacred singlehood. Like there's just been so many shifts in relationships and I actually just tapped into my mastermind and one of the ladies was saying she's like you know I've been through breakups before and I had like not been able to go to work and you know couldn't show up in my full force and just had to like take time off of life and you know the current breakup I'm currently navigating is one of the hardest ones that I've ever gone through and you know within a few days she's like man this shit actually works (laughs) and so we're covering some codes that came through that conversation and through the conversation I've been having in my DMs. And so I hope this lands for you. If you're new here, my name is Laura Patricia Martin. I am the founder and creator of the global movement Healing to Happy, where we slay shame. I'm a trauma specialist. I'm a relationship mentor. And through my own transitions in life, I found myself studying the science, but also blending the soul and really wanting to share the real raw truth that was happening you know, like not the fluff, not the, not the, this is how the five steps and don't message people and blah, like that was not my vibe. (laughs) I wanted to follow my heart. I wanted to figure out how to go and navigate the big T traumas, but in a way that felt delightful and not continually being recycled. And so we landed here and I like to call this just a living sanctuary and the safest place on the internet. And I have the coolest conversations with guests. I do riffs on myself. We have new episodes every week. Like it is my favorite, favorite place to land. So I'm happy for whatever it is that brought you here and make sure you go subscribe so you can join us for every, every week and share what you think over on our Instagram, which is healing to happy. So healing to happy, same as the podcast name. And then my personal one is Laura, it's Laura Patricia Martin. So ITS Laura Patricia Martin, where you'll get a message from me or my lovely assistant, Cassandra, who helps me out here and just popping in and saying hi and starting conversations. We like to build relationships here. That is all this is. That is, yes, we have programs and it's the most revolutionary space to quantum leap your, and heal your heart and fall on your heart and all the good things. But really, it's just about finding a home in the internet and during those transitions. I know sometimes that can feel hard because the world around us shifts so quickly and the people around us might not match that. So that's what we got here. Our big our big mission. Our big mission is to just help women land and be safe and no longer feel like they need to escape or find external validation. They find it within themselves and that's, that's what transforms their relationship. So I'm happy that you're here. If you want to move forward, we have currently the seductress, which is our mystery offer. If you're listening to this today, you now know what the mystery offer is. Um, but if you're listening to this in past time, you can purchase the seductress. You can join us. It's the art of dating. You know, getting off the dating apps, no longer subscribing to the algorithm and all the things. You're going to hear me talk about it in this um, live stream. That was from Instagram. So if you hear me saying hi to people as they pop out, and that's what we're doing. Um, but yeah, that's going to be in the show notes. You can join our behind the scenes of dating mastermind. It's, it's, I cry in this call because I love them so much. <laughs> um, and then we'll all be in the show notes. But like I said, if this feels good to you, come hang out. If you know anyone that could resonate with this, share this with them. That's how we get the word out there. It means the world to me and I love you and I'll see you on the other side. You are listening to the Healing to Happy podcast, a podcast where we have hard conversations that slay shame. It's about leaning into the vulnerability and reclaiming your bravery. I am Laura Patricia Martin, a trauma specialist who created this podcast to help women like you collapse the walls built up around their hearts due to the shame and trauma and life experiences, to have conversations we may be struggling to have with those around us so that we can break down the walls that are holding us back from living this bold, juicy, brave life. Here, myself, my guests, and my friends share their journeys of rebirth to help us get out of our own way, build authentic relationships and heart-centered businesses and dance proudly into our fullest expression. I believe that when we bring light to a shadow, find richness within the in-between period with women who understand us, 
medical regulation occurs. Safety is imprinted and we begin to set the tone for limitless potentiality. I am so honored to be here with you. So let's begin. Hi, beautiful people. I need to turn this up before I get kicked off Instagram. Hi, you're probably seeing the replay of this. Let me know with hashtag healing happy if you're new to my world. I would hope you would say hi so we can become friends. We're going to be talking about transitioning to dating after a breakup, which I nailed this one, y'all. If you don't know me, my name is Laura Patricia Martin. I am a trauma specialist. I am a dating specialist. I am in love with this community and this growth and this portal. And to be radically honest about the dating experience in this modern world and how our traumas cloud our vision and how it really gets to be this portal of growth and activation and beauty and grace. And so if you're someone that has recently gone through a breakup and you're like, I'm not sure if I am ready to date yet, but I kind of want to, but is there, am I right? Am I wrong? I have these fears. I have this, these roadblocks. This is your space. Make sure you share this with someone. If you see me looking this way, I haven't quite figured out how to set this desk situation up where I can put my notes where I want them to be. So that's my notes. I'm not ignoring you. It's right there. This is a two-way conversation. If you're watching the live stream here, if you're listening to this on the podcast, obviously you can email us or come into the Instagram. Um, so let me know what comes up for you. Utilize this time with me. I'm here for you to have an open and honest conversation. I'm going to be sharing my real and alive stories with you. As you know, I went through a breakup in the last six months and it ruptured everything. There are family dynamics that are going mayhem. There's truth and there's this resiliency, this beauty, this grace, this evolution, this growth portal. And I want to talk about that because I know so many of us this year have been going through breakups and it's like, am I doing this right? You know, it's the real and alive fears of I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to date. And that's perfect. Like, even if you're not ready to date, that's okay. We do have a mystery offer though that's happening right now. I'm going to talk about that at the end. It's $30. It's for my 30th birthday. It's going to be a few days long ish it's going to be a couple hundred dollars as more details come out but you're going to see that this is an extension of that so i'm going to put that at the end and we're going to talk about that but if you're interested you can just click my little name wherever it is i don't really i always point to the wrong thing but either way go to our homepage and you can click the bio and the information is there but the fears that are real and live feeling like you know i'm not healed yet can i date if i'm not healed yet you know am i allowed to start dating if i'm not over my ex am i you know I, I'm afraid to love another because that means I'm moving on. You know, that's something we don't talk about. It's like, I'm not, I'm not fully sure I want to go date someone else yet because that means I have to let go of my beloved and I haven't, I haven't fully surrendered to the fact that they're not in my life and I'm afraid that if I move on, then I have to let go of them. And that's a fear, right? Or fears of, you know, who am I now that the vision that I had is no longer the one that I have because that person's not there. So what do I do? How do I transition through that? How do I navigate that? How do I, how do I work with that so that it no longer feels like this? Oh, I'm so tight and I'm so scared. And it's, you know, really learning, you know, what does this get to mean for me? What does this get to mean in my evolution and my growth and in my, in my journey, right? Because at the end of the day, when we look at our life as if it's a narrative being, being written in the long term, right? Like something I always think about. It might be silly. I'm just realizing I did not put my air con back on and I'm sweating. Hold on one second. <laughs> Thank you. Um, something I was realizing in my narrative and what has really changed the game is that I started to live my life as if I'm going to tell my daughter about it, right? So when my heart was crumbling and I was on the floor and I was begging, you know, why God? Why this? Why now? What am I going to do? Like, I. I'm supposed to be moving. We're looking at mortgages. You know, I, I gave up my lease. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, this is supposed to be my person. This is supposed to be my forever. I don't know what to do. It, of course, after the human has its very, very real moment, it was like, how do I want to tell this story? One, it's my job to tell you guys my story so you guys keep me accountable for the light. But more so, it's how do I want to tell my future daughter about this? Because she's going to experience a heartbreak at some time and who do I want to become in that so that when she goes through this she won't be so afraid 
that it's a rock bottom or it's going nowhere or she's going to be alone forever like what does she get to learn in this and so that really held me so i want you to borrow that if that's the space that you're in if this is fresh if this is an open wound if this has been something that's been going on for years and you're just ready to release it like borrow that borrow that for a second and something that's been huge is that for breakups I was actually voice noting a friend this morning about this. Breakups get to be a catalyst. We have Charlotte, the breakup coach in the house. Hi, baby. Um, breakups get to be a catalyst for growth, right? My firm belief is God doesn't make mistakes. God does not make mistakes. And everything that you go through, every hard thing, and this is what really shifted my entire life, you know, from domestic violence and drugs and addiction and loss of my mother from addiction and the big T trauma, the sexual assaults, all the kind of things, was... God doesn't make mistakes. And when you take radical ownership over your life, which is hard, it takes steps. It was the hardest thing I ever done. You set yourself free. You welcome yourself home. You start to see everything through a different lens where it's like, what am I learning here in the pain, in the real and alive heat of this moment? What do I get to get this allow this to mean right and so when we're looking at a rupture and a breakup and we're making that transition it's really what lens am i seeing this through what lens am i seeing myself through what lens am i seeing my now ex-beloved through and we get to shift that and it's not to say that we don't have anger that we don't have sadness that we don't have victimhood that we don't have you know, the seven stages of grief that we go through of denial and anger and, you know, bargaining and all, all the real things that we go through. They're, they're, it's the human, it's the psychology of the human that we go through these things. And then we get to this point of surrender and growth. This is, this is literally the cat. This is the <laughs> pits, like the bottom bits of like what we do inside of sacred singlehood, right? And when we can look at this of like, where am I going and what is this showing me? And if I couldn't be wrong, right? If I couldn't be wrong, how would I be doing this? Because I felt this, right? I'm going to be real honest with you. When I went through my breakup, everyone had a fucking opinion about how I should be doing it. Everyone. Don't go on the apps. Don't drink. Don't consume too much sugar. Don't overexercise. Throw yourself into work, though. You know, don't text them. Don't look at their social media. Don't, 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 don't. I was bombarded by don'ts. And at first it was like, yeah, sure. You guys know better. You guys have been through breakups and stuff like this for sure. Forgetting my own personal power and all the breakups that I've walked myself through since I was in eighth grade. Like, sure, you guys know better than me here. Take my power. Tell me what to do. And all of these things, right? Like I'm a projector, so I know... Um, my human design, like the things that I tap into is if it's not in alignment, I get bitter. If it is in alignment, I'll feel like it's success. And I was getting really fucking bitter over the fact that I was doing it wrong because all I could crave in my soul was I wanted to stalk his social media. I wanted to wonder what he was doing. I wanted to consume alcohol. I wanted to get royally by someone. I wanted to go on a date. I wanted to distract Right? Like I wanted all these things. And of course I sat there and I did the whole human thing and I walked through all the nervous system regulation and I understood my body and I did the practices that I teach and I love. And I really spun it on its head going, if I can't be wrong, if you can't be wrong, how would you be doing this? Not that, how can I get my ex back? That is not the topic that we are on today because we don't... We don't go backwards in our world, right? If not, there's something greater. I have it tattooed on my arm. That is, we don't go back, right? If we fully surrender to the fact that God is working for us and everything in this planet is meant for us, how is this working for me? And if I can't be wrong in my healing, if I, if I couldn't do it wrong, who do I want to become? Because all of the things about, you know, hello, Sarah. The thing about breakups is it has you witness yourself in such a beautiful and hard lens. You now look at yourself being like, what could I have done better? Who could I have been? 
What could I have said? I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have worn that. I shouldn't have looked this way. I shouldn't have poked the bear in that way. Like, I shouldn't have, shouldn't have, shouldn't have. Again, we're doing the self-inquiry thing. But if we frame that, and we look at it, and we really start to see what parts of myself no longer serve me, right? For me, it was my, I had moved back from Asia to be with this I mean, I didn't know him yet. I had met him in a manifestation so much so that like the tattoo on his arm and flying me around, he was a pilot and from New York, he was a pilot from New York, like all these crazy things from the universe. When I met him, I was like, it's you, oh, like it had to be you. And like clung to this expectation and this vision and this, and we do this because we're like, you have to be my husband. This is, I have done the work. I have done the work for the last two years. I had come out of domestic violence. I had gotten sober. I had healed all my health issues. I had gone on this whole transformative journey of understanding relationships and doing the, you know, somatic work plus the therapies. I've studied trauma. Like, bam, we're good. We're fucking good. Give me love. I'm ready, universe. I'm fucking ready. And universe was like, here, God. God was like, here, here he is. And all of my expectations projected. Now, I could sit there and go, fuck me. Let me just do it differently. Bargaining, right? Let me do it differently. If we can get back together, let me do it differently. And this is how it'll be. And da 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 da. But like, we don't do that. You can just learn, right? Again, my judgments as well. I am an entrepreneur. I am very high strung. I have high standards. Hello, we work from home and we dress like this. Like, I'm me. I'm a double Libra. This is what we do, right? But I was judging other people that weren't doing that, specifically my partner. Specifically my partner. Right? So it's looking at these things as we're transitioning. It's not from a stance of, fuck me. I am wrong. I fucked up. Da 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 da. It's like, oh, I see what I did here's what I'm going to do better. And now that I'm in the dating world and I have met someone that I really like, I have such a teenage crush on this person. You learn. And you do better. Right? You don't know better. So you can't do better. But once you know better, it is your responsibility to do better. Right? So if something's activating inside of you right now, you're like, yeah, that's what I do in a relationship. Or I'm like that too. And it's like, oh, I see these triggers. I see these trauma responses. I see these attachment stances I have with people. And I really want to shift them. But at the same time, this is me. Can I shift it? It's like, yes, you can. Your nervous system is like plastic. Yes, if you do not apply heat, it will stay the same. But when you apply heat, i.e. do the programs, invest in the mentors, get the therapy, do the work your nervous system changes. It is a beautiful thing. This is why the mystery after this is, this is what we're talking about. So when we're going through these things, it's, it's where can I start to reflect on this? Where can I start to shift and mold and witness myself in such a lens? Because that is what we get to do with a lens that is so raw and so open and so vulnerable. And I'm not to say your inner mean girl isn't going to come forward. Yeah, that bitch is going to step to the table. But at the same time, Can you witness it without the victim lens? Can you witness it while looking at it and going, ooh, that probably wasn't in my highest integrity and my highest self. Here's what I want to transition into next. And it's not to say when you go into dating, this is why. And when I get to the codes that I've been downloading, because we ain't even here yet, people. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We still have codes to get through. When we get to the codes, you're going to hear what has come through. But when when we hear this inner dialogue coming through and then we get to shift it we set ourselves free and we understand this is this is the growth you know and and when we step into dating like you do not have to be healed in order to date you don't i'm not i wouldn't say i'm over my ex it still comes up but there's a lens in which you view it Right? I'm not distracting myself from that. I'm not pretending it doesn't exist. I'm not pretending that, you know, any of those things. It's understanding how the nervous system works, right? The last time I felt the, felt the feelings I'm feeling right now for this other man was with my ex. So it makes sense in my nervous system that those memories are brought up. 
Just like when you feel a fear or you feel a trigger, you're brought back. That's what PTSD is, right? To a different magnitude. But those responses go off in the body and that protection comes in. And that's how you start to relate with another. This is why dating in a modern world, we're so protected and we're seeking out red flags and we're just projecting traumas onto each other. Why I have a such big irritation with this and why I think it's so valuable to fall on your heart and let yourself be loved and authenticity and not this whole protection projection thing that we do. Vulnerability, letting yourself be seen and knowing that you are living sanctuary. So even if you are not modeled back the love that you so deeply deserve, it does not mean you are not worthy, right? Going through a breakup, it doesn't mean you're not worthy. It just means it was the wrong person. This is a numbers game. This is just a numbers game. And the more depth and the more you learn about yourself and the way that you show up to the table, the less scary that gets to be. Yeah, it's like vulnerable as fuck, right? Because we're like, here's my heart. Do you like it? I painted it just for you. Look at it. It shines and sparkles and it's beautiful. Like, it, and they're like, no, not really my color. And you're like, Meh. and that inner child comes out and it's so alive and it's so real and it's, it's the human. But when we get to look at it and go, this means nothing about me. Like, I remember my breakups. Mm, I remember my breakups. My hardest one being the domestically violent one because there was trauma bonding involved. There was deep codependency. There was a lot of wounding and a lot of like it was my 20 the day after my 25th birthday and I'd kicked him out of our apartment because my best friend was visiting in town and I never I've never seen him again I've never seen him there was no closure I've never not once seen him again that hurt and that happens And why that took me so long to get over, beyond just the obvious trauma stuff, was because I thought it meant I was unworthy. I thought it meant I'm unlovable. I thought it meant I will never find love again. You know, I dated after that quite quickly. This is actually where Sacred Singlehood got birthed. Um, I dated quite quickly straight after that, and I actually hurt a really good guy and he was like I love you and I was like why did you just do that you don't know me because I didn't believe I was lovable and so I was self-sabotaging and no matter what your human protection your nervous system protection will always override what you cerebrally desire your manifestation so if you've been one of those people that is like writing down what you want and what kind of love you want what type of partner what kind of car they drive what kind of things that they do all the kind of things if your self-protection isn't there yet, if your nervous system and your core belief isn't there yet, you will always manifest the strengthening, the lesson. So if, you know, for me, with this breakup, I witnessed emotionally unavailable men was the code that my, that my body was stuck in. And so no matter how many times I journaled how my wedding would be, where we would travel, the things, the house, the car, the wealth, the investment properties. No matter how many times I wrote that, my nervous system was in protection of, uh, and my deepest, my deepest fear was being abandoned by my lover and my dad. And so really witnessing that and seeing like, oh, those came true and therefore now I get to witness this and I get to shift this and I get to mold this and I get to see the strength within that because at the end of the day when you're going through a breakup it does not mean you're broken I wish we could even just like change the name of it to be honest like it's not you don't break a heart you do not break a heart it's it's a muscle Yes, it cracks a little bit, but just like a muscle, when it tears, it gets stronger. And so if things keep repeating itself in your life and relationship patterns keep repeating themselves in your life, it's just showing you the parts that need to be strengthened so that we can call in that love, that we can have this relationship. And it's not about even being single, right? <clears throat> it's not even about 
for people that are single, you can have this type of love in your current relationship, in your type of marriage. Like the thing about long-term love, especially a marriage, you are gonna go and be married to the same person multiple times. Like it's the long-term thing where it's like you get to create the life you want at any moment. We are the artists of our lives. And so transitioning from breaking up to dating is understanding that. What do I want this to be? How do I want this to be my catalyst? How do I want to move through these things? And so the codes that came through for me when I was going through this and transitioning and all these kind of things is first is deeply looking at, I no longer subscribe to the fact that we have to grow from just pain, right? So easily we can look at a breakup from a point of why is this happening to me? Victim mode, right? Like we can sit in this pain, we can look at the pain, we can blame the other person, we can point the finger. But what I really, really have worked around, because there are plenty of things. If y'all don't know my story about my ex, where it's like he left so he could be with Latin women. Me, but in Latin form is literally what it was. And there was cheating involved, there was whatever. But I decided to reframe that and look at, hey, Ellen, reframe that and look at I desire to grow from love, to grow from what I can control. I cannot control another. I cannot control who he's interested in, what his desires are, and what happened. Like, I cannot control that, but I can control my response. I can control how deeply I loved and gave love so freely and openly and for someone that had been afraid of falling on her heart for years on end. So when you're looking at your relationship and you're looking at your breakup, like, it's totally cool to have that totally human moment of like, oh my god, what's fucking happening? Like, totally human. And can you look at the light in it? What were you able to do? What were you able to do? And that, did you give your heart openly? Did you communicate more effectively? Did you give, did you receive, did you work on your feminine energy of like, leaning back and letting someone take care of you? Did you take care of your body more did you cook at home more did you express your boundaries more did you work on your attack like what was it for you can you amplify more of that right because our nervous system compounds the emotions that are good this is why gratitude when something good is happening and you're like oh my god my manifestation is coming to life and we give it gratitude it quantums in that like that's that's how that works the energetic side of things like when we can sit in that space and go okay right it goes back to the question you guys hear me say all the fucking time what went right what went wrong? What do I want to do differently? When you're going through a breakup, that's it. That's the magic fucking sauce. What went right? Don't bypass that part. You let your human be angry and do the thing and whatever, but like, what? I have a caveat to this as well, but let me finish this. What went right? Did you love hard? Did you let yourself be seen? Were you there? Did you communicate it? Because you cannot control another, right? The thing that I want to say on this, the caveat is don't put the rose colored glasses on and then think you should get back with your ex because we're looking at what went right and then all of a sudden we fall back in love with the romance novel that's now inside of our head please don't do that that's not again we don't go backwards what is meant for us will be for us but we do not go backwards ever that will become so natural if it is meant to be in your life it'll come back in the most natural way you do not have to force it you do not have to beg you do not have to bargain it will come naturally but to witness it from a bird's eye view of who you were, not who that person was for you, but who were you in the relationship? What went right for you? How you expressed yourself based on all the other relationships you've ever been in? What went right? Build that trust for yourself. Celebrate yourself. Look at yourself through a lens of love. Like, this is how it shifts. This is how it molds. This is how we grow from love instead of pain and we start to calibrate in our nervous system and getting out of the matrix of survival mode that so many of us are stuck in. So many of us are stuck in the matrix of survival. I only grow if I'm in survival. So we go and tank, go and tank, go. Things are good. Let's tank it. Good, tank, good, tank. Like to get ourselves out of that, witness it of like, what was good? How can I celebrate that? How can I honor that? Look at my life through a lens of love not to bypass the pain but to just witness it and even make the pain beautiful right like going through a breakup what a tender fucking time the most feminine thing you will ever fucking feel how open and vulnerable like something my mentor said is like never waste a good heartbreak Ugh, i get wet just thinking of that phrase like it's so true 
never waste a good heartbreak. It brings you back home to yourself and you get to learn about yourself in such a way. And so when you're connected in the second code, I'm trying to like read these because I like kind of like jimmied them up over here and they're kind of, this is like when Laura types faster. What is my thought process? When you're connected to your truth, you really, oh yeah, okay. That's exactly what I meant. When you're connected to your truth, you really can't fuck this up. That's the other good. You can't fuck it up. Like I said, my friends in the beginning when they're like telling me and they're like, this is how you go through a breakup. You don't do this. You cut out that. You detox this. You do this. I was like, that sounds good and great. Why am I so angry? Because I wasn't doing it my way. You know, the way I went through my breakup, I connected to my intuition. Like I spent a lot of time alone, sure, grieving. Like, holy pickles, did my heart grieve in such a way that I let my heart breathe in such a way that it felt so big and expansive and I didn't know what to do at times and then there are times when I just went and I played like I went out dancing again I went back into clubs I was out I met a guy we I had a lover for a bit and I had the sacred scream while we were having sex like it was glorious I drank I danced I let myself play and feel and remember and some people are not gonna vibe with that. And that's okay. Some people wanna do the deep shadow work. I already did that. I already did that. For me, I, I wanted to fall back in love with my life and who I was because I'd become this like housewife thing, which if you couldn't tell, I'm not. <laughs> like, not my vibe. And so I fell back in love with that and that, that was me. How much, how much can I let joy interrupt my sadness? How, how can I allow that to lead me in this space? That, that's what I found, right? So if you're going through the breakup and you're looking at the transition, it's like, instead of making yourself wrong, can you trust that you are exactly on time? That you cannot fuck this up? If one day, we call it burrito days in Sacred Singlehood, if one day it's a burrito day and you don't get out of fucking bed and you have a chip stuck in your hair and... I don't know, your breath smells like poop and you're just like, I'm disgusting and this is the best thing ever. Can you let that be a turn on in your life? Can you let that be okay? And know that you're not gonna be stuck there forever. We don't stay sad forever unless we can compound the narrative and we're stuck in these thoughts and we do these things, which I talk about inside of my VIPs and things. But when we compound the emotion, of course, those are real and alive, but we don't stay there if we're doing the work. And if you're listening to me and you're either on the live stream or you're on the podcast, I'm assuming you're doing the fucking work. Can you let yourself grieve and know that that's okay and then also get turned on again? You can't fucking, like if you're, if you're having fun, like real fun, don't make yourself wrong. Don't make yourself wrong in that. You know, like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be out till 4 a.m. dancing. Why you're an adult. Who the fuck makes the rules here? I shouldn't be in bed by 7 p.m. Why you're an adult. Who the fucking care? Like, don't make yourself wrong. We live in the schools, like school system paradigm where we have to pass or fail at life and therefore we think something outside of ourselves is right and we are wrong. You're not. You're not. And eventually over time when you start to build this self-trust and this self-awareness and this understanding and this beauty and this grace... everything changes we stop looking outside of ourselves we stop thinking you know because there's that itch right that itch in our soul where it's like yeah I feel good but am I doing this wrong it comes with dating too you know am I doing this wrong am I, am I talking too much am I talking too less Am I wearing the right thing? Am I being the right thing? Am I am I gonna get chosen? This is a huge thing we're gonna be talking about inside this mystery offer. I kid you not, the mystery offer is about to change this fucking world. What happened this weekend and what is going on like in my world right now in the up levels, like this program is the party for that. But looking at it going, like I surrender to the fact that I'm, I'm not gonna always get it right, but it doesn't mean it's wrong. And that leads me to, wait, there's one that I wanted to talk about with that. Uh, yeah, that the person trusting that, you know, just because they didn't choose you, it doesn't mean you're not chosen. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means you guys weren't right for each other. 
and that's it. Even though the narrative in your head, even though the romance and the late nights and the candle nights and the sex and the orgasms and oh my god, can I say that on Instagram? I'm not really sure, but I think so. Even though. It's like looking at those things with love, you know? Like, I feel like when we go through a breakup, the reason we hold on to the breakup stage and the healing stage so much is because we play the what-if game. We're like, was it real? Because those those moments happened. And then we make ourselves wrong for those moments and we're like, how could they not love us? And then we keep playing the narrative over and over and over again and then we're not making space for new people to come into our life because we're stuck in the past. And we're playing this over and over again. How could they not mean it? Weren't they there? Didn't they feel it? And it's like, I'm sure they did. It just wasn't the right person. And that means nothing about you. Absolutely nothing about you. You are still lovable. You are still worthy. You are still whole. Because things, hearts, they don't break. They stretch. They grow just like any muscle. You go to the gym so you can get a nice little tush. I slapped my butt for those on the podcast. Um, <laughs> you, you grow it in these ways. So it looks good. That's all your heart is doing. It's strengthening for the eventual right thing. Can we start to believe that that's true? Can we believe that's real and alive? Can we start acting as though our lover is right on the corner? And if we're not ready to date, can we be that lover that's right around the corner? Take ourselves out. Show ourselves up. That is what Sacred Singlehood Foundation is. It's falling in love with your life and becoming a living sanctuary, right? And so the next one is really looking at it. We talked about this. We talked about this in the beginning. What is this really protecting me from what is this breakup really protecting me from not they're an asshole or a narcissist and whatever the fuck instagram feed we like to follow sometimes because not everyone's a narcissist just because they don't want to date us let's just put it out there it's just people don't men can feel things very quickly and they're very quick on the decision and sometimes that stings but also it saves us so not everyone's a narcissist Sometimes we just have love goggles on and we're like, chicken nugget. Really looking at this, what is this protecting me from? Right? Like I said with my ex, I did the whole human thing. Oh, I'm bargaining. Take me back. I'm glorious. What the fuck? And then, because I claim this path for my life and I claim radical ownership over every single thing. Not that I'm at fault. That's very different. Ownership. I played a part in this. What is it? And so I looked at it. I actually feel safe with emotionally unavailable men and people that don't think in the way that I think and do the things that I do. So therefore, I can sit on my pedestal and I can be safe from up here because of a man who truly loved me in the way that I want to be loved and they're seen and they're woke and they're conscious and they have conscious communication and they have deep, these deep desires for life and they want to explore this type of sensuality and sexuality and they, they want the things they want. They want it. What if they don't want me back? What if... What if I love them so much and they break my heart? Can I handle that? Can I handle my heart being ripped out? Can I do that? And because I had this fear perpetuating in my life and although I had done the quote unquote work and I had done these things and I had seen this, seen the stuff and studied the books and did the things, it wasn't until this breakup with my ex and my family that every fear about being abandoned and rejected came in to my life so I could learn I can hold it and I could mean I could let that mean so many things about me and my integrity and my worth and I'm not gonna lie that at first my little chicken nugget brain my little inner child was like like, she threw a temper tantrum, for sure. But I'm committed to growth. I'm committed to knowing that nothing in life is by mistake. And so if I can, I looked at it through that lens, right? What is this actually protecting me? What is the fear that I have been trying to avoid my entire life? Mm. 
emotionally unavailable men. They protect me from my heart being really cherished and loved because I never really thought I was lovable. Because if I'm fully lovable, that is the most vulnerable thing in the world. And here we are. And so you surrender and you go and you trust and you move. Really looking at what the breakup is, is the truest of surrenders. And it's hard, I'm not gonna lie, it's hard, but you know, doing that work is what led me to the ultimate crush I have now, the business I have now, the relationships, the friendships, the mentorship, the wealth, the most beautiful clients in the entire fucking world. Like if you're not at our mastermind, oh, you're missing out. These people are amazing. I'm going to like literally look at my elbows. <laughs> I'm tearing up. Um, <laughs> I love them so much. Literally. And that's what comes when you, you see your deepest fear and then you realize how strong you are and actually you're no longer afraid of it. You're no longer afraid of the worst thing happening, so why not fall on your heart? Why not let your goofy self come out and you're dancing and your delight and your, you know, big bold visions and letting yourself be vulnerably seen in the way that you are so you can be loved for the way that you are. That's the art of dating, y'all. You know? the other code was seeking love in places that easily flows like I said the emotional unavailable thing when we go through a breakup we play a lot in the past right what if it worked out what if they come back what if what if what if I did this what if I didn't say this what if I acted like this what if I gave more here what if I asked for less here all these things run through our head we play in the past And it's the thing of like, can I start dating if I'm not over my ex? You know, they, they play in our head when we get into this dating realm after a breakup. But really, what it is when we're looking through it is like, where can we start to lean in where love easily flows? The friendships that love you for how deep and moody you are and how excited you get over the perfect Prosecco class with the perfect bubbles coming through. Your emotional things where you just throw yourself on the floor because you feel things so deeply. All the spaces of you that you dulled in that relationship. Can you lean into the places where it comes so easily? And if you don't have that, can you seek it out? This is where I found masterminds. This is why I love group mentorship because this is where I found my best friends on the internet and I just saw some of them over the weekend where it's like, I didn't have it. So I created it. Right? Instead of seeking love from a family that didn't understand me and trying to project things onto them or a partner who thought <laughs> my excitement was a little bit too much or, you know, all these places where it was like, be less of you, but be you, but be less. And I was like, I don't get it, right? And so it's like, can you flip it on its head and be like, wait, why am I seeking love from those that don't love me for who I am? Why am I chasing my ex? They said they don't want to be here. I said I didn't want to be there. So where am I looking to get my comfort bubble filled? And can I start to look at this and go, where actually in my life is there love that flows freely? My friendships? My business? My puppers? Like your dog? Nature? Myself? Right? Like it always comes back to self. Like love yourself first. But my favorite phrase with my mentor is, can I borrow the way that you, that you see me right now? Can I borrow that? Thanks. Or the guy that I currently wants to be got comfortable. Can I borrow the way that you see me? Do you like me? Because I will ask that question probably 87 times. <laughs> like, can I borrow the way that you see me right now? It's a powerful question to ask people. Not that we don't love her. I love myself so much, y'all. Like, so much. I'm a double Libra. We love ourselves so much. It's a thing that we do. It took a lot of time and a lot of energy to get here. That's my life's work. From drugs and alcohol and domestic violence and eating disorders, it took a lot to be to be able to say that so proudly and that might be activating for you but like know that that activation is because that's alive in you and that's available to you but I love myself so much I don't need them to tell me that they love me but sometimes my brain will get away from me 
especially in a breakup. So it's seeking the places of like, where does love come easily? And can I borrow that for a second? Because right now it's hard. Right now my power is a little bit outside of myself. And can, can you reflect back to me what power you see within me? This is why tuning into masterclasses are so important. This is why tuning into podcasts, if you're not on our podcast, Healing to Happy. This is why tuning into spaces and getting mentors and having masterminds because you co-create with the universe and you start to see the world through a different lens and you can borrow the way people see you, right? Like the way that we learned how to self-regulate is through co-regulation. We learned from our caregiver how to self-soothe. At first, we didn't know how to do that. They had to do it. Rocking the baby back and forth to calm them down, right? Eventually, you let your child cry so that they can soothe themselves. That is the same way with a breakup. And you're transitioning that time period and you're going through these things and you're like, how do I get back into the flow of my life? Borrow the way people see you. Fall on your heart with people around you. Let them witness you. And let it be seen and held in such a tender way. And if you don't have that, seek out those communities. I did not have that. I was the guy's girl. You know, like I didn't believe in sisterhood or anything like that until I got into masterminds. Until I got into containers and with mentors and really let that be seen. And then my friendships started to match that. My real in-person friendships started to match that because that's what I believed my worth to be. So obviously that's what happened around me because I wouldn't, again, if not this, something better, you know? If not this, something better always. That's what the greater than sign is on my on my arm. And so there's two more. Making your present more and this goes with that one. I would combine this one with this past one, but making your present more delightful than your past. Because it's not that and I got asked this in the mastermind the other day, and this is where this kind of downloaded from. And I didn't even realize this is what I was doing during my breakup. Like I recalibrated my schedule, my work schedule, where I have Mondays and Fridays off. You guys luckily get me on a Monday. Um, But I started to make space where he used to fill it, right? And over time, like, yes, of course, the the woman in the the mastermind asked, like, are you going to do, or this was in a VIP session, actually. She was like, do you miss them? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's a very real thing. And I let that be an indication light that my life isn't being filled. That I haven't been spending my time doing something else to create memories. And I see this now, right? Like we do this with texting. Why aren't they texting me back? Oh my God, what are they doing? Our our brains are little turkeys run away. But when you're busy, you're in the flow at work, you're out working, you're with your best friends, you're on a vacation, like, you're not fucking thinking of that shit. And so when you're lost thinking of your ex and you're thinking of the past, is there a way that you can reframe it and look at your present moment of your life and go, what can I add in that isn't, that can make this moment look way sexier than my past? What void, what thing is that filling for me? What is that filling for me right now? Right? And it, it's because they filled so much, right? Like our hormones are matched with theirs, especially for the first fucking 30 days. It's like we need to recalibrate the oxytocin and the serotonin and the dopamine. And this is where the science meets the soul. And this is what we walk through in our life together, if you choose to do that. But looking at where can I do that myself? right? Or with my friends or with my life or where can I start to build community? Where can I use this as an invitation for the parts of myself that I maybe accidentally put outside of myself? Where can I shift that and bring it back in? Where can I make my present moment more delightful? And then the reality is duality. This is it. This is my life's work. Here you go. You can have it. (laughs) (laughs) duality queen when you transition into dating after a breakup you're gonna miss them you're gonna be afraid 
You're going to have high days. You're going to have low days. You're going to see your attachments come up. You're going to see your anxiety come up. You're going to see your fears come alive. and They're going to feel so alive in your body. You're going to make yourself wrong for them. You are. And you're going to walk with power. And you're going to go on the date anyways. And you're not going to text your ex. And you're not going to look at their social media one day. And it's going to stop having so much weight on you because we're not not going to feel fear in our lives. And that's what I get irritated about with dating. When I'm not afraid, therefore, I will go try this whole thing. I'll put myself out there. I'll take myself on a date. I'll smile at the stranger. I'll hold the eye contact. I'll dress in the way that I wanted to do. I'll start working out so I can get the confidence that I've been hiding behind. You know, it's all the things that we tell ourselves. But I'll do it when I'm not afraid. It's the block. I wish I could wave a magical wand and tell you, you will never be afraid. Mama's got you. You're safe. I see you. It's okay. But I'd be lying to you. There is no truth behind that. That's not my job. To make you feel good just because. Life is fucking sc- Dating is the scariest thing. And it means nothing about you. Right? Like, it, not even that. Like, who picks you means nothing about you. Like, sh- transitioning into, you know, being the chooser instead of being the chosen and really standing in your power and articulating your needs, your wants, your desires. Like, there's so much magic in it. Like, if we take the weight off of it that the next person we meet has to be our knight in shining armor and we have to roll off into the sunset and we have to get married because of this person if it's just i'm going on this date because i am afraid and i still slightly feel like i'm cheating on my ex going on this date because it's been a while it was weird but i'm doing it for me not to figure out if you're my person, just to see if I even know how to have conversations with a stranger across the table. Like, take the weight off of it. You're not ready if you're not ready, right? Like, that's the thing about dating after breakup. It is not about finding your love and doing your thing and da 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 Like, you don't have to do that. It's just like, who do you get to become in this? Do you articulate your needs? Do you Are you tapped into your intuition enough to be like, actually, this is going nowhere, so I'm gonna go. Thank you, though. This is fun. How is that? What's that conversation with self? Can you make it more about you and can you learn to walk with the fear? There is no right time. There's absolutely no right time. There's never going to be a time when you're not afraid. There's never going to be a time when the alignment in the stars and the moon and it's Libra season and oh my goodness, this means this and everything. Wait, it's Libra season, but then it's in retrograde, so I guess I shouldn't go and da 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 da. Like all the things. The timing is perfect if you claim it to be as such. That's it. You claim it. I knew I wanted to quantum leap into love. I knew I did not want this breakup to last forever, so I didn't let it. I played with the concept of time, and I started to build and grow in the things that I did inside of sacred singlehood. I collapsed time, and therefore, literally in my single girl summer travel trips is when I met the person I now have a teenage crush on. You know, it's like, it's, it's just the trend. You never know. It's just, what are you doing in that time in between? It's not that time heals wounds. It's what you're doing in that space. And you can collapse time, like, in days, in weeks, if you want to. Some people don't want to. You know, it's, it's trusting in your timing because some people, they're like, this is something I will deal with in a few months. For now, I'm taking it slow. Right? For me, I know I'm not that type of person. I want quantum leaps in life. I want to experience as much as I can in this lifetime because I know how finite it is. I know how quick it goes. And I want to experience the deepest of loves. I want to have the babies. I want to travel the world. I want to do all the things I want to be in. I don't even, like, I don't even, I can't even imagine it. That's what I want. If you want that too, that's where we where we ride together and that's when you come into this mystery offer or you come into our mastermind or you come into my one-on-ones or you come into the box or like whatever is feeling real and alive for you. But if it's something where it's like, I'm just taking this at my own pace and I'm good at this pace, let that be okay. You're not, mess- you're not missing out on anything. I trust in everyone's fucking timing in life. 
and we stop thinking and guessing like we're right and we're wrong and this person's doing it this way and should I be doing it this way and we lose our intuition like don't do that but if you're someone that you're listening to this and something already has shifted within you and holy pickles this has already been an hour this was only supposed to be 25 minutes my bad thank you for being here um <laughs> but if you're feeling something real and alive in this moment take that leap do the mystery offer that's the art of seduction I'm not even telling you what it is you can feel my work right here it's going to be quadruple 10 times more than four quad 400 times more than this because we are going through a huge up level here in our brand and that is going to be worth hundreds of dollars and right now it's 30 dollars to celebrate my 30th birthday and you're going to celebrate my birthday with me or we have the mastermind if you want more high level support or we have one-on-ones if you want more high level support beyond that if you feel something real and alive, fall on your heart, trust yourself. There's the thing about our value adds, right? As we sit there and we go, what is it worth? What's the ROI? Will I get the money back? And it's like, for me, I trade my money for my joy, who I become, because I, I know I will always make more money. I know I will always do things. I have that trust. And especially if it's just 30 bucks, it's like three coffees, you know? And so this is going to be an extraordinary experience for anyone that desires to go beyond an algorithm. And that's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> but to really expand on this conversation and to find your grounding and to find your truth and to get back into your radiance and your joy and really redefine in this world what modern dating is redefine you know i said today in my post how my biggest vision in this world is for some silly reason i believe i can change the world i've thought that since i was four literally i used to fill little cutout versions of gandhi's head filling them with ideas and i i've just believed that my whole life and then things happened with my mom and she passed away at 52 from addiction after a divorce where it shattered her heart and she couldn't pick herself up and she found herself using. And for some reason in my heart, I firmly believe if I can change the hearts of people, somehow we can change the statistics on addiction. If we can fall back in love with the joy of our life and we can have organic connections and we can have the conversations that are on our hearts and we can see people for who they are and stop passing around our triggers and our traumas and really come back to our center and our truth, somehow we'd be able to change the statistics, statistics around addiction. And it might not make sense to you, but that is my vision where it's like we have vices and it might not be... It might not be drugs, it might not be alcohol, it might not be things, but like I, you know, it's our phones, it's men, it's women, it's sex, it's food, it's shopping, it's, it's, it's looking for validation outside of ourselves, forgetting this is the safest place to call home. And dating, I feel like is the catalyst of that because we spend so much time swiping and looking and validating and wanting and you know, feeling rejected and thinking a phone swipe is going to validate us and we get lost in this idea and then we're getting frustrated because the algorithm and there's no good people in our city and all these kind of concepts that I just don't subscribe to. I don't fucking believe them. I've been on four Bumble dates in my, or Tinder Bumble dates in my life of six years of the apps being a thing. They've been glorious and have changed my life. I've also been on the most extraordinary dates with people I didn't need the apps I want to teach you that how to become a living sanctuary how to own your truth how to honor where you're at how to shift the patterns how to get out of the matrix and stop chasing things on an algorithm so that's all I'm going to say for this upcoming mystery offer like I said it's $30 the price will go up tomorrow because there's more information that's coming out tomorrow um, and it's going to be worth a couple hundred dollars you can do that you can also, you'll see on it the up level, the, the VIP option for behind the scenes of Dating Mastermind, which is the highest level of support you can get to me right now outside of the VIP option. So you can also get that. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a quantum leaping into love dating mastermind inside of Voxer. We're going to have group calls. It's going to be 
you know, group coaching. There's no modules. It's just group coaching. And then you have me. If you've never had Voxer before, it's just a walkie-talkie app. So you're in there. You're masterminding with other women. So you get to hear their questions. Like, I sit there and I have my coffee with them every morning. And, like, I just showed you. Like, I love them so much. I cried on live stream because I love them so much. Um, it's a powerful place to be. And let your heart be felt. And especially in modern dating. You know, to, like, shift and learn and grow and call in love and expand it's a beautiful space so wherever you're at whatever you're doing if this is all that you land with i'm just thankful for your time it's the one thing we can't get back is time share this with someone that could benefit and hopefully i'll see you in the mystery offer or the mastermind or wherever your heart lands but other than that i love you happy healings my friends bye